What's up, everybody? This is Pat Flynn, and welcome to episode 31 of Ask Pat. This is where I answer your online business and entrepreneurship questions five days a week. And today's resource is MindMeister. This is a tool that I use to mind map. I love this tool because it helps me organize the thoughts in my brain, all the random things that are going on, and it puts them onto paper in a bubble diagram, not paper, but you know, on a on an app online, and I can see and organize my thoughts and, and rearrange them and shape them into something amazing. I've used MindMeister. I mean, there, there there's a lot of other mind mapping tools out there, but this is the one I use, and you know, I've created eBooks as a result of this, and this is how I organize a lot of the content that I create as well. My affiliate link for that is askpat.com/mindmapping. And I also use it to organize epic blog posts, which is what today's question is about from Nick. So let's hear from Nick right now. Hi, Pat. This is Nick Kazernis from NikkiK.com. Pat, you write epic blog posts, and they seem to be getting more epicer. Whether I try to throw all of my ideas out at once and then clean up the mess, or I try to carefully outline my articles, I run into a lot of challenges trying to be thorough and consistent with my points, my introduction and conclusion, and my overall organization. I was wondering if there, if you could share with your listeners your approach to preparing, organizing, and publishing your articles. Thanks, Pat, for everything you do to help small business owners and entrepreneurs on your blog and your podcasts. It's greatly appreciated. Cheers. Nick, thank you so much for your question, and and I love the word epicer. Uh, I don't know if I've ever heard that before, and I'm probably going to use that from this point forward. But thank you so much for the question, and let me go over my process about how I approach you know any sort of content. But I'll I'll show you what the differences are between just normal content and what might be called or considered epic content. So it always starts with, whether it's a podcast episode or a blog post, with a transformation that I want my audience to go through. The people who are consuming that content, I want them to go through some sort of transformation. They are one thing before they read it or listen to it or view it, and then they are something else and will do something different afterwards. Um, I use this when public speaking as well. And you know, it's just a fancy way of saying, well, what's your goal of this post? But I love this because it sort of puts the audience at the forefront. You know, It's not just, oh, what's the goal in it for me, but what is the transformation that your audience is going to go through? And once I discover that, everything almost sorts of sort of starts to fall into place. For example, you know, it's almost like reverse engineering. So I start with the end result or that transformation and then I reverse engineer. I think about the stories, tips, and strategies. Those three things specifically and also case studies, um, you know, research, any of that stuff. The supporting factors that will help people undergo that transformation. And I, and I love to include all those things. You know, case studies are great. You know, real hard data that people can't, you know, argue against because, you know, the numbers never lie. Also, stories are great because stories are a great, great way to get people to sort of understand the feelings that go on with whatever it is you're talking about. And, of course, people love tips and strategies. So once I, you know, sort of take all that and, you know, I sort of narrow them down to the best ones and create an order out of them. And, again, I use a tool called MindMeister, or you can use any mind mapping tool to do that. And that sort of just helps me organize. Like you said, you know, Nick, in the beginning, you just kind of spill everything onto a paper and try to organize it from there. But I think if you take it to the approach of first understanding what that transformation is, reverse engineering with specific stories, tips, strategies, case studies, and research that'll help you you know, prove that transformation or, or help people undergo that transformation, um, it, it makes it a lot easier to mind map and organize that information. And then I think about the intro. So the intro, even though it's the first thing people are going to see, 
that's the last thing I do because, you know, the intro is really important, but I want to make sure I know where I'm going first before I talk about why people should read and the transformation that they're going to go through. So that's sort of the approach I take. But what makes it epic is is when I get really detailed and, you know, just so make it so easy to consume. You know, when something is epic, typically when it takes something difficult and makes it easy. Something is also epic when it when it talks about something in a way that nobody's ever heard of before. And that can go by, you know, getting into massive detail with something which nobody else has done or just talking about a topic in a different way. You know, epic doesn't necessarily mean it has to be incredibly long. It's just something that's going to change somebody or actually transform somebody. And I think that's why a lot of my content might be considered epic is because I consider the transformation first. And it just so happens that a lot of times those posts are incredibly detailed because a lot of people have questions about things that require a lot of detail to share. So those are that, that that's really the gist of, of my process there. Um, you know, so just to recap, transformation and then the support, the stories, tips, strategies, research, and case studies. And then the intro. And of course, beyond that, you have to also make a great headline because people are going to see the headline first before they even get into the intro. So that's why I even after I create or craft the intro, I also think about, you know, for a long and hard time often, uh, what what that headline is going to be. I, re- I remember spending, you know, up to an hour to two hours sometimes just working on the headline. It's that important. Too, too many people breeze over that. So, so think about that. And then once I have all that information and sort of have an idea of where I want to go when I start actually filling in the holes with, with actual content and, and writing and my voice, I actually open up a tool called ByWord. And you can use any tool that you want, but I use ByWord, which is a tool on the Mac, to write, which takes care of everything on the screen, makes it all disappear except for that one cursor and the page that I'm writing on. So it's just a way to sort of stay focused on what I want to focus on, which is writing at the time. So again, that's by Word, B-Y-W-O-R-D. I used to write blog posts within WordPress itself or Word or, you know, Google Drive. But, you know, I just, there's too many things going on. I like a clean sort of screen to write on. That's why I use ByWord. And then I take that outline that I have that I created in my mind map that has the correct order and all that good stuff, the stories I want to tell, the tips I want to share. And then I use those and I put them in first. Before I start writing any real content, I put in all those things, sort of like a skeleton, so that I know and I can treat each of those sections almost like a mini blog post within that big, more epicer blog post. And that helps me focus on, okay, this is the section where I'm, I'm going to tell a story about when I got laid off or when I got um, you know, a cease and desist letter for using a trademark in my domain name. Then I can just focus on that and then go to the next section. And then oftentimes I'll have to make transitions into new sections and things like that. But again... This is just my process, and, and, and typically this is the way I go. Um, and yeah, so I hope that's helpful, Nick. And for everybody else out there, that's the approach I take with not just blog posts, but all of my content. And I hope it's an approach you will try and test out for yourself too. So, Nick, thank you so much for your question. It was a great question. An, an Ask Pat t-shirt will be sent your way. For those of you listening, if you have a question that you'd like potentially featured here on the show, and also you might get an Ask Pat t-shirt on the side as well. Actually, you will if you get it featured. Head on over to askpat.com. There's a, a load of other questions you can check out that have already been answered there as well. And of course, I'm going to leave you with a quote. And this one's actually a Pat Flynn original, and that is, epic content isn't based on its length or size. It's based on its weight. So think about that. Thank you so much. Take care, and I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat.